Welcome to the Family Camping Podcast. Whether you're a novice and don't know where to start, or a more refined camper who wants to bring their children while camping, this is the podcast for you. We will be covering topics such as general camping, festivals, all the year, while camping, and the basics on how to get started. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Family Camping. In today's episode, what we want to talk about is probably slightly more advanced camping. Not super advanced, kind of like you've just started out, you've got a tent, you've decided that this is going to be something you want to try more. We want to give you some of the best hacks that we have found and things that are the most important kit-wise to us to make camping with kids um, more palatable. Now, I'm not sure if I mentioned before, but I'm actually South African. And where I grew up was actually very warm. It was something like 320, 40 days of sunshine a year. Um, the coldest it got in Durban, South Africa was like 18 degrees where everyone would stay in. And no one went out in the rain because, you know, you stay home if there's a little bit of rain. And I really don't like the cold. So the first thing we want to talk about today is it's mostly van context, more than tent, but it's insulation. Insulation is really important, and I think a lot of people think you need great insulation just to keep you warm in winter, and you think, oh, I'm not going to be camping all year round, so I'm not going to worry about it. Insulation is actually great because it keeps you really cool in summer. It just helps you regulate um, the heat and the temperature of the van. It also, obviously, we have a very old van. She doesn't have any holes in it now, but like, well, that's not true. You can see the, like the road underneath you a little bit when you're driving. Um, but like an older van, sometimes you have some holes and, and you can really feel the air sort of coming in and the cold air coming in and the hot air going out. And insulation is just really important because it'll just help regulate the whole van and keep you nice and either cool or warm. Um, I think when you say insulation, people think like you have to redo your whole van. You need to, you know, put paneling on all that sort of stuff. And that's totally fair. We, we are very lucky. Our van came very well insulated. But there are some really small things you can do if you do want to sort of insulate your vehicle. So the two places for us that we lose the most amount of heat or cool air out of is um, the canvas pop top and we have a bay van which has all um, seven big windows around it and you lose a lot of heat or a lot of cool out of that and that's what you really should focus on if, if you start um, if you want to start looking at just making your hand a van a bit warmer during the winter or cool during the summer now i think a lot of people look at what you can get online and it's these like super expensive things and you know and though i do recommend actually it's one place i would definitely want to invest in because i hate being cold you can actually do a diy job so a few years ago we decided that we were going to go away last minute at christmas to wales um and there was no time to go and get any of like the proper pop top cover made or anything like that and all we did was we simply bought a roll of insulation off Amazon and kind of roughly cut it to the inside of our pop top used a couple of sticks to hold it up I mean it is stuck together with duct tape but it helped retain the warmth specifically in the pop top so much our little one sleeps up there so she's four 
and we can find if we don't have the insulation up even in like spring and autumn she gets cold at night she'll get cold about three or four when it's you know the lowest point and want to come into bed with us and she's a kicker so that's not good for anyone and having that insulation in the pop top really helps her get in like a good night's sleep so the next are your windows obviously you lose loads of heat out of that and um and when the sun comes through then they can really heat up the van just camper do a set of um windows that like you stick on that are double insulated and very nice they seem like a great idea when you first buy them but the reality is those sucky pads don't last very long we recently went and invested in some thermal blackout curtains that actually have magnets and sticks to the side of the van and they are very very good very good but even if you only have your normal curtains and can't afford to do anything else you can get a roll of the insulation that you use for the pop top of amazon for like 30 40 quid and you can just cut them to your windows and pop them on there good news is they actually also help with condensation which as most of us most of us camper van people know is like the one thing we want to work against and they really do help with condensation which means that you won't get a lot of sort of moldy bedding or anything like that in the van I think in any couple, the um, one person is probably slightly more adverse to sort of risk than the other. And it's a constant backwards and forwards about um, making decisions to do things, about pushing each other out of their comfort zone. And um, I was always very up for like camping year round. And I think there was a fair amount of resistance from Guillaume. For years, I've been trying to put a heater in our van. Um, Eugenie actually we finally after you know 10 years finally got it on the list for the mechanics when we sent her in but we ran out of time and Harry before that I tried to petition for one and just never quite got it but finally Guillaume broke I think he was just so annoyed with me constantly talking about it and friends of ours put a heater in their van and I got him to agree to a heater now as, as a middle ground we actually went for one of those and they're called on Amazon Chinese diesel heaters. I actually want to go for one of the Propex ones that actually go underneath the van and that take away less space and run off your gas. But this was our middle ground, was, was the Chinese diesel heater. And I just want to say it's probably the best thing we've ever bought. It is so warm. It is so good. It's actually too warm, ironically. Some, you can't like stand directly next to it else. You might actually get slightly burned but it has really just like driven up our comfort levels that like 10 points. And we are now camping sort of all year round since we've got it. And I think a lot of people don't know whether they want to do it. You do lose storage space. You have diesel in the van, you know, it, there are a lot of things that you feel are less than ideal with the setup. I regret not going for the Propex one. I regret not getting one of the proper ones. Um, but, and, and maybe we will upgrade it, I don't know. Um, but hands down, there is nothing better than like going for a really cold walk in, in, in the rain and, you know, you've gone and you've walked kilometers and you come back and you have a cup of tea with the heating on in your van. It is just incredible. Actually, most of the interior of our van is actually original, um, bar the wonderful Porsche sheets up front, which means that we do not, in fact, have a fridge in the van. And we got around it for years. Actually, it wasn't a huge problem because we'd freeze things, we'd buy things quite regularly, but we really got into wild camping and, 
and actually two things happened at the same time. We got into wild camping and we didn't have anywhere to put our drinks. And we were randomly going to Halfords for something totally different. And I saw this tiny, tiny, tiny fridge. And it's like, when I say tiny, it really is tiny. It's only eight liter, but it had two cup holders in the front. And we really needed cup holders and we really needed a fridge. And this just seemed like a very good idea, but it wasn't a compression fridge. So that was our first thing that we got that was an electric fridge that we could put on when we drive. It's 12 volts. Um, and it could run off our ledger battery, but it would kill our ledger battery after about, I think like 14, 15 hours. Then um, we were heading on a longer trip to France. And once again, another spare of the moment decision. Um, we were umming and ahhing what to do, right? This France trip wasn't what we originally had planned. We actually had flights to book to Thailand um, to go there and they got cancelled quite late and we were looking at interrail, looking at doing other things and we finally decided like, oh, well, let's just go to France because it's quite easy because Gillian's parents live there. Let's just go to France, spend some time with them and, and then camp um, and, and have a, you know, a quite a nice time, you know, moving around France. But we, we couldn't last with like an eight to beat the fridge. Um, it was when it was very warm, you know, they get up to 40 degrees and we needed something that would work. And it gave us the opportunity to actually look at compression fridges. So we decided to go for a compression fridge. Now the story about this compression fridge is um, we have a toilet in our van because we obviously wild camp a lot. And the only place we really had to fit a, another pizza kit was in between our front seats. And so I went and measured these front seats and I measured them really, really, really tightly. But we managed to buy a, I think it's called an Alicool, I don't know, compression fridge, but it's 22 liters. And it actually has an area that you can make ice in, which is incredible. Um, it goes, it, it, honestly, we love it. I know a couple of people out there really don't like it um, and have had problems. It's been nothing but a joy to us. And it, like, it goes to the mains and it can go down to like zero degrees within 15 minutes and it can maintain that temperature a long time it also has its own internal battery it'll it, it's got like a whole bunch of clever stuff so like it won't overload your leisure battery so if it's drawing too much power it'll switch off and it's got its own battery so it's really 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 cool and that i would say was also probably life-changing for us because it was super hot in france it was like 40 degrees and like we were putting ice in the dog's water bowl. So like he didn't get too hot with we those people. And it was just lovely. It was very nice to always have very cool stuff. And it can run off our leisure battery for a few days. And it really, once again, though we're planning to get solar, though we're planning to look at what we do long-term wise, it gives us a really good stopgap. And it also was really nice because it meant that our cooler box, the original cooler box, could be used as a pantry for all our dry foods. So for us, when we are a family of five, we obviously need a lot of extra space. We need another sleeping, like area to sleep in. We need shade, we need a cooking area if it starts raining. Um, obviously cook with good ventilation and everything open. Um, and we do find awnings very helpful. I actually hate awnings with a passion. I, I just really hate an awning, but they are incredibly useful. 
and it really depends on how big um, of the extra space that you need, how much extra space that you need, basically. What we have is we actually have two different awnings. Um, it's taken us a long time to find the right type of awning. And the first thing is we just have a roll-out awning. That only creates a tiny bit of shade. Um, and we generally only use it when there are three of us in the van, wild camping, um, or at a pub, or, you know, whenever we park overnight and we, we can quickly put something out. And for us, it really works. We picked it up secondhand, actually, at a um, sort of a camp out when you go and camp with people with the same type of van. And it's been really useful. Um, the awnings themselves can be quite expensive, but the problem is the brackets for those are super expensive because you drive with them on the van, which means that also roll-out awnings are a huge safe space. But if there are five of us, actually what we really do find incredibly use useful is um, we have a Van Gogh Air awning with a bedroom in it. We have a Van, van Gogh Keeler um, drive-away awning. And it creates us that extra space um, for Sam and Max to sleep. It gives us an area that is covered that we can use as a living area if it is raining. And it can be put up in literally five minutes, which is the, the joy of air awnings. It also stays up in any weather. We have camped through 60 mile an hour winds with this awning. We have camped in horrible, horrible storms where people were coming down around us left, right and center. And air awnings, are, because it's air, can move with a lot of wind and extreme weather, which in the UK is obviously quite often. When we go camping, also because we camp for sort of extended periods of time, we need to find solutions for food that isn't just sort of bangs and macs or burgers or something like that, which is all really carbon meat based. We actually don't eat a huge amount of meat um, in our day-to-day -day lives, uh, mostly for the environmental impact. So we really can't actually just eat meat three times a day. So we've had to find ways that we can order sort of a more diverse range of food. And I'd say the thing that has probably really brought on our cooking the farthest um, when we're in the van is actually the Kadak Safari Chef 2. We have it with the uh, pizza plate. So we do a lot of pizzas. Um, you can do paella in it. You can do casseroles in it. You can just, you can do a lot. It's really versatile. And then if you put that with um, Ridge Monkey, which was a sandwich maker, but can do so much more. We make pies in it, we cook chips in it, we roast veg in it, we do a lot in it. And coupled with that, it means that we can actually replicate most things from home. Um, and they're both two great pieces of kit. And the Kadak is tiny for a cooker, it's like four kgs. And the Ridge Monkeys are actually quite compact. And we find that actually we can, we can do away with frying pans and we can do away with other things because we have the Ridge Monkey because it is really versatile. And then finally, we, when we are specifically wild camping and you have to, we try and keep all our services as clear as possible. So we don't actually, like clothes need to be packed away under the bed or in the closet. We don't leave sort of bags out. And when we're doing that specifically, we have a stacking sort of pot, kettle, there's a tiny frying pan. Um, and it also comes with like pop-up collapsible cups and um, knives and forks that actually fold in half and is super light. And that is 
also a really good piece of kit if you're really trying to really save space. The next is seating and sort of chairs and tables, so you sort of outdoor furniture. I love a piece of kit. I love watching YouTube or what other people are doing. I, I, I love reading articles. I love trawling Amazon. I love all that sort of stuff. And I watched a podcast or heard, listened to a podcast with somebody who talked about these tiny chairs that were like under a kg. Like everyone else, when we first started camping, we bought those huge chairs that you push out and the fabric between them kind of makes them all tight. They're kind of like director's chairs. But they are super uncomfortable and they take up loads of space. And they're very awkward because they can be quite long. And we found these chairs that you kind of have to put the poles together and hook on. And they make like a bucket seat. And actually they are far more comfortable than, than those other chairs. And they're super light and they pack away tiny. So I would really recommend those. But the other thing is sometimes when we're away with quite a few people, we also need an extra table outside and we need some chairs. And we really like the little decathlon backless chairs um, that actually sit within the table because it's safe spacing, it saves a lot of space. And though that decathlon tape, table when it's up is like super secure and doesn't feel very fl flimsy like um, like a lot of the other tables you can get. The only downside are the chairs, the four chairs, they don't have backs. And so they can be quite uncomfortable if you travel for a long period of time. And then finally, we do have one of those lightweight tables that isn't as sturdy as the decathlon one, but it's quite small. And the top is like a, um, a whole bunch of slates that sort of go together. And it doesn't take up much space. And it, you can put it up quickly, but sometimes it feels a bit rickety. Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed it and that you got a few tips out of what we think um, works for us in our van. Um, we will be posting the links below. Please note we're not affiliated with any of these. These are just stuff that we find that work in our van and that we really feel that these make our camping lives a bit easier. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe as it helps other people find us. Feel free to send us your comments and your messages and we will try and respond to each of you.